0: You're listening to Holistic Living with Hazel, where you are informed, educated, and empowered to live your best holistic life.
1: What's up? What's up, guys? Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. I hope you all had a productive Thursday. I hope you all had a great Fourth of July. I Hope you all were safe. You were able to um, fellowship with your family and friends and get back to work, guys. It's it's time. It's time. If you're like me, I had a rough time getting back on, you know, on track. But we all know that we got to keep it moving, and that includes holistic living with Hazel. And we are here, and I have my co-host Piso Johnson in the building. What's going
0: on? What's up, Hey?
1: what's up what's up and guys we are going to you know hear all about uh, my friend p um later on in the show but i'm just glad that you came Appreciate i'm a little it. nervous right now why
0: are you nervous because you i need mean, to be nervous
1: <laughs> listen y'all normally i'm coming in here in the show and i am the quote unquote expert of the radio show and the radio station but i'm here with you and you are like I'm I'm nervous. You're gonna have to help me out.
0: Oh man, go ahead. How long have you been doing this? A couple years now. Like you're good.
1: Three years now. All right. Well, you're
0: good. Then, you know?
1: <laughs> but you know, when you have a pro like you, that we're gonna talk about your background a little bit. Right. Right. You know. You know. You get a little nervous. So I'm learning from you today. I just want you to know. I'm I'm picking your brain as you're talking. I'm picking your brain Appreciate today. Okay. It. Okay. So please tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: Um, like Hazel said, I, I've been in radio over 20 years. Uh, seven different markets, seven different cities, if you don't know markets, but seven different cities. Um, Atlanta, you know, uh, was my one of my biggest cities that I've been in. But all up the southeast uh, from Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, uh, Georgia. So been all over, you know, doing radio.
1: He's an icon. y'all. He's being modest.
0: I appreciate that. <laughs> you on your way. You know what I'm saying? Three years and running, uh, you know, and I'm understanding that your, your numbers and everything are looking very good so yes. you know what I mean so it's definitely a good situation when you got two eagles in the same room
1: that's right eagle pride yes, I was sir. gonna get to that uh-huh. he is not only an icon of the music but he's also my friend we went to school together at North Carolina Central University you already know yes and um, our friendship has grown to just just I'm very honored that you're here and that you took the time out of your busy schedule to be with me and you know just rock with me this this evening
0: I appreciate it though i I, I appreciate what you're saying on the radio because if behind if it wasn't on the radio should be fuzzing me out <laughs> you know but i i'll take I'll take all the good com- compliments right now that's all good
1: yeah I'm being good right yeah yeah because our whole dynamics y'all is totally different brother but... and sister all day. <laughs> Guys, not only am I just, you know, happy to have him here to enjoy and to really pick his brain from his experience in the radio, but you all, he is here as an expert to the topic that we have today. And we're talking about the gun violence with our children and why we're losing our children to gun violence. And, you know, if you all listen to my uh, promo video earlier, I talked about how I kind of Kind of swayed away from this because not only has it been something that is trending, and I normally don't do a lot of trending things. I do really what's what really I pray about my topics, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I I want to be in order. But also, this is something that's very passionate to me. This is what I do every day, and I work with kids and families. And so, when you when you do a topic, and I know you know this, P. Mm-hmm. Um, when you do a topic that's very d- near and dear to you, and you're passionate about it, you got to make sure you're centered before you begin to talk about it, and make sure you're objective, make sure you're you studying everything that you need to study, and really be able to present it in the way it needs to be presented. And today. Um, <laughs> this is the order I know that is ordained to happen with you being here, talking about this topic, being solution focused, and also introducing the program that we're going to talk about uh, today as well. So I'm going to get on into it if you're ready. I'm ready. I've been ready. All right. All, All right. So, yes, guys, today we're talking about gun violence and losing our kids to violence. And, I, you know, when I talk about different topics, I'm always giving us some statistics Um, Just to give us a little perspective. So, P, some of the statistics that I gathered, and they're all coming from KFF analysis. Mm -hmm. Guns are the leading cause of death for U.S. children and teens since surpassing the car accident in 2020. Mm. Firearms accounted for nearly 19% of childhood deaths between the ages of 1 and 18 years of age in 2021. Mm. According to the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention Wonder Database, nearly 3,600 children died in gun-related incidents uh, that year. That's about five children lost for every 100,000 children in the United States. Wow. In any other comparable country are firearms within the top four causes of mortality among children. And again, that's coming from KFF analysis. Right. And I also want to, you know, here in the show, I never want to make it about you know, those who follow me, a black or white issue. But I also like to point out when statistics are are uh, needed to be known, right? And black and Latino children in the cities are exposed to violence at a higher rate than our white counterparts. right? And so, again, it's not about, you know, one ethnicity over the other, one race over the other. It is truly about, let's get real. And that's what we do on this show speaking about numbers statistics data whatever it needs so that we can get to the root of it one of the questions that I want to start off with you is where in your opinion are we going wrong in our society Uh,
0: I think we're going wrong for being so um, lackluster and and being and supporting a lot of programs and a lot of uh School activities that we kind of taken out of school, but a lot of the programs that are the I would say like the the middle of the school and the parent these programs need to be funded, given money to to help be able to get these kids you know out of the streets. Right. So I think um, the funding part because when you when you are nonprofit or you are a program or agency, you know the lack of money. Is the shoestring budget? Mm-hmm. They're not giving you not a, a lot of money. You have to have a passion for, for the initiative to be able to push it forward, mm-hmm. or it won't work. And a lot of people just ain't they just they try it and they be like, man, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And that's where I feel that it's going wrong. And I think people need to play their their part. Right. You know what I mean by if you're not donating or if you're not participating, you got to be doing something to help curve this gun violence because you see it day after day on the news you see it on your timeline you see it on social media so it's it's, it's something that i feel that it's an epidemic
1: right and I, I said earlier in one of my posts that i feel like you know we've become numb you know we've seen we see it every day too and that's a scary place to be right when you begin to become numb to things that are happening that are just they're not normal when a one-year-old gets you know is killed with random acts of violence you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. Um, I want to go back to programming because you and I both have long history with programs right Um, you know in Georgia here and I know there are many listeners from different states here but in here in Georgia there was a mental health bill that was passed with uh, millions of dollars that were supposed to go towards mental health. well, um, just a week or two ago, that bill was stopped oh, wow. and was put placed on hold uh, by our governor. And one of the things, the top reason was because he wanted to know where these funds were allocated. They weren't specific enough, right? where these monies were going, where they're going, like more an itemized type situation. Now, again, let's, let's be real and let's talk. You know, we, of course, we want to first hear, you know, we want to lash out, right? Here we go again. They're holding up the money, things that were promised to different agencies and different uh, purposes and things like that. But holding our agencies and our programs accountable Right. Mm -hmm. Because we have to know that these agencies in history have not been forthcoming. They've not done what they say they're going to do. Um, They can be very watered down. And again, funds not being when funds are allocated, they're not being done and distributed to where they need to be, right? right definitely. So, what do you think as far as programs? And, and we're gonna go into your program later on. Mm-hmm. But as far as programs, what accountability do they have? What accountability do we have to make sure that our programs are not just there, but they're effective?
0: Well, you got to really put the time in. You know, we put the time in. Uh, we've been doing uh, paint on paper pop since. Uh, oh eight. So you got to put the time in. You have to also make sure you have your data. You have to pre and post test has to be um consistent in your um dealings with the youth. And also, you know, you have got to be forthcoming, like you were just talking about. Um, you know, a lot a lot of um people have this conception of or an opinion of, you know, nonprofits or program might be taking the money and not using it right, the right way. Right. But um. I don't know. I kind of, you know, it could be either or when it comes to that. You know what I mean? Everybody
1: should be accountable at the end of the day. Yeah, er Yeah. everybody
0: everybody should be accountable Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Our
1: lawmakers should make sure that monies are going and being allocated as they promised. And as programmers that are producing these programs, they should make sure that they are effective and that they do the work.
0: But see, sometimes you can, if you work for, you work for a nonprofit, you Mm -hmm. work for agencies, Sometimes if you're singled out, yes. they're gonna find something, right? Because every I is not dotted and every T is not crossed. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna, if they're looking to find something, they're gonna find something. So you know we can go deeper than that, but you know we're just gonna keep it on the surface for right, right now,
1: right? Because we that's a whole show talking about programs and things like that. Yeah. What could what outside of what we just talked about, what could be done to reduce gun violence? We talked about programs. Now, I'm going to say, because, you know, Pete, you know how I talk, you know. None of your business. Parent, can... You know, parents, I know it's cliche, but it does start at home. Yeah, it does. And we can't get away from that. Right. Th- these parents need to tighten up. Yeah, they do. They need to tighten up. Yeah,
0: ain't no, ain't no, ain't no way around it, you know. Definitely parents got to tighten up, and parents have to be not so confrontational when it comes to people wanting to redirect your child or you know just give a hand with the child you know as a former teacher too as well you know parents used to come to the the school to find out what their child is doing Mm -hmm. not to come to school just to show that their child that they have the control over the teacher or the administrator or Mm -hmm. whoever coming with a mind of um conflict right so you know now it's like teachers and administrators don't even want to deal with all of that. Right. So they kind of just fall back and you're not as vocal about being, you know, um, telling the parent basically what the behaviors of the child is really, what's really going on. So yeah, the parents is definitely the main nucleus of the problem.
1: Yeah. I don't understand how you have five, six, seven, 10, 12 year olds just walking the street. At late at night, no, you don't know where your kids are. You know, you hear things on the, uh, where kids are being shot and they're out at four or five o'clock in the morning. They're at the, you know, they're different places outside where they're hanging out in front of the gas stations or they're out at parties. I mean, I just really feel like that is truly the nucleus.
0: That, that the parents are not really, um, watching their kids like they're supposed to. Yes. I mean, I can, I can. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of factors in it, you know. And, I, and the reason why I uh, created my initiative is because I, I was accountable, and I said, you know what? I'm on the radio every day. I play this music, and it plays a part in these behaviors that these kids are displaying. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of the music that's really giving them the battery. Put the battery in their back. I'm not just blaming music because it's, it's, you know, video games. It's so many other elements, movies. But, you know, I just had to have, you know, say, listen, man, I'm a part of the problem. So I wanted to create something that will be able to deprogram them because I understand like radio is, you know, especially when you're talking about commercial radio. And, you know, the only um, genre that I've been playing is hip hop, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, throughout my whole career. So, you know, I know I understand that that's the part of the networking. Well, just a part of the problem Mm -hmm. so i wanted to create something like i said that will help deprogram and i understand how programming is consistent with radio commercial radio they have actual doctors and people to really do studies right on how many times the song can play an hour to make you like the song oh So this is programming. They're programming you to like the music. Mm -hmm. So once I really kind of understood that, I said, "Yo, let me just create a curriculum or something that'd be able to help them deprogram them and also to redirect those energies, those negative energies into some positive.
1: I know you hear a lot from, you know, feedback from your kids in your program. You know, when you pose this question to them, you know, are they concerned about, the gun violence do they have any perspective on how to reduce you know gun violence like I'm, I'm interested to hear you know from your program you know or do you all discuss that i'm sure you all you know
0: yeah we definitely tap into that what
1: are some of the things that they say
0: you know they become immune to it and it's sad to say that you know it's like you know the whole ritual of uh t-shirts with RIP and the teddy bear memorials memorials um, all of the all the stuff that goes with it you know what i mean they mm-hmm. you know somebody dies they 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 are touched in a way for a couple days and it's a part of the whole trauma see this is trauma being passed on mm-hmm. so when this, when somebody gets shot it's not just the person who was all involved in the altercation it's also the person that's going to jail, how that's affected that family, the person that 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 potentially passed away, how it affected their family, mm-hmm. and the and the people who actually seen the incident, mm-hmm. how it's affected them. It's a part of the trauma that's being passed on and it's in a cycle, mm-hmm. and it's going around and around and around, and we're seeing it now, and it's getting more intense. I know you're b- very much aware on the fourth how many um festivals that were shot up in you know Baltimore and in mm-hmm. and, and Texas Fort Worth Texas yes. and and Philly and you know so all these different places right that you've seen on the news or on your timeline mm-hmm. so this is an epidemic and I don't think people are really taking it serious
1: yeah I think it's the, like I said earlier I think it's unfortunately people are coming becoming numb to to all of it
0: yeah, but how can you come knowing as our kids are dying at a rapid rate?
1: Right. I don't, I don't understand it either. <laughs> I don't, but I think maybe, you know, therapeutically sometimes when you feel like you can't control it, then you begin to suppress it, you know? Mm. And when you feel like it's something that's more than you and, you know, over you, above you, then that's what you do, you know, and that's a coping mechanism. Right. And I think a lot of, You know, like you were saying, how your kids have, you know, become numb to it. They are, you know, making it the norm. I think if we really peeled that onion, you know, from these kids, and they're showing it. They show it when they get back out in the street and they, you know, anger begets anger. And they're showing it even though they talk numb. They talk like, okay, rest in peace. But when they go out here in the streets, then they begin to, to then trance, you know, use that and, take it out to the streets and use that part of it what i'm gonna get all this out like this out right. here on the streets
0: right i think one of the main what well, the, the main culprits of uh, a lot of the gun violence and especially with not just our youth but also with grown-ups it's impulsive behavior like they're not really thinking and then all of those feelings that are inside they're not really expressing them So the impulsive behavior just happens when, you know, when they grab that gun and they Mm -hmm. pull it, you know, they're not really thinking at all. They just impulsively just grab it and pull it. And so I think um, that's one of the main factors that we try to address in paint on paper pop is we understand the impulsive behavior. So we wanna address their impulsive behavior and we wanna curve their impulsive behavior because a couple of seconds can make you make a better decision that may potentially save your life and others.
1: You're right. And I, I I cannot wait for you all I want to discuss one more thing before we get into POP, um, because this program is really dynamic and has helped a lot of lot of children. Um, not only just and I always say that when you're helping children and you're saving others lives because that one child could affect thousands and thousands of people you know with their behavior so it's really important that we have programs like yours the the gun violence in our society affecting our black and brown children more as we saw statistically what are your thoughts behind that what are your thoughts when you hear that our black and brown children are more effective. Do you, what do you feel about that?
0: Feel about how our, our, our kids are. Yeah.
1: The reaction to that. Any reasons why?
0: Reasons why? hmm Um, how was, how was our black kids being affected by gun violence?
1: Right. The statistics show that our black and brown children are more exposed right, to right, violence right. at a higher rate. Right. What are your thoughts behind that?
0: I I I feel that um yes because you know there's a reason why these guns are in our neighborhood, and we all know that you know. No, talk about it. Well, I mean you know <laughs> there's been stories shared over the years that as, as a truck load of guns show up in Chicago, truck is open, trailer full of guns, um, New York. Um, different places Mm -hmm. um you you are able to go out in the street and find a gun ask somebody about a gun and be able to come up and and purchase a gun so you know when you have people hurt people hurt people you hear that phrase all the time but that's the truth so um when you have a situation like that and it's a lot of hurt people they're gonna hurt each other Mm -hmm. you know what i mean they don't have the coping skills. They don't have the life skills. They don't have a lot of the things that they need for their mental health. Mm -hmm. So when they're addressing a problem, they just impulsively make impulsive decisions. Right. So that's just my take on it.
1: And I, you know, we're going to take a break, but before we take this break, I, I do want to emphasize that going back to the family unit, Going back to what we expose our children to, going back to protecting our children, and not just physically protecting them, but emotionally protecting them, is going to be the catalyst of reducing not just quote unquote gun violence, but violence and and aggressive emotion. Period. And you're right when you talked about earlier that word trauma. Um, that's deep, guys. It's deep. And it runs deep, and it takes a it takes a life of its own, mm-hmm. and it's normally lost because it takes such of a life of its own. It's normally lost in the sauce, is what I say. When you really start peeling it, or what happens to people, what they've gone through, all the trauma they've gone through, it truly takes a life of its own, even into hurting others, aggression. And so, as parents um, out there and listening. One of the things that instead of beginning to be overwhelmed of what's going on, take a hold of your family unit as much as you can, whether that's counseling, whether that's you being looking into yourself, right, P, Right. And saying, hey, I need to do a better job just monitoring my child,
0: Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Who
1: they're around, what they're being exposed to, and that's going to take some sacrifice. Right. I know in in your arena, my arena, let's just be real. A lot of these parents don't want to make the sacrifice of being a parent. That means even taking to say, Hey, my time is not all my time no more. I could be doing this, this and the third, but I need to be raising my child. Mm -hmm. I need to take that time to really put into my child and find out what's going on with my child. Right. And I know you run into that all the time. Yes. So I just feel like, you know, when we talk about reducing, violence, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We really need to not look at it in a overwhelming way, but we really need to take it into a more day-to-day in our home situation where we can feel like we have control again. Because if we look at these uh newspapers and and Facebook and all this, we're going to feel out of control. We're going to feel like we don't have any control of this. This is bigger than way bigger than us. Right. When really it's about what we do every day with our children, every day with being a mentor, mm-hmm. giving back, right. feeding into programs like yours. Right. We can do those things, and they are game changers.
0: Yeah, definitely. definitely.
1: We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to get into all of the P.O.P. pain
0: on paper. Yes.
1: All right. We'll be back.
2: I wanna love you for my whole life Do it for you, I'ma make time. I wanna kick it until midnight Just to be with you till the sunrise I think you're making me crazy Put my heart up on the main line I got this trust for you Got it cause I know what you like I- Love you. Good and bad, thick and thin, flaws and all And if you're ever in the wrong, I'll let you know no. Yeah, I know that love is unpredictable But I'm pretty damn sure that yeah. This is the kind of love that keeps me up You're kissing on me, missing on me Every time I see you, got them feelings on me Kissing on you, loving on me I won't play with your heart, Good and bad, thick and thin, flaws and all And if you're ever in a wrong, I'll let you know Yeah, I know that love is unpredictable But I'm pretty damn sure that this is Daylight, daylight, daylight. Till the sun comes up. Dancing in the moonlight, moonlight, moonlight. This forever, this forever. This.
1: We are back. We are back with Pizzo Johnson. Uh, we got the cameraman Spud. here. <laughs> yeah, I gotta put on my lip gloss you know, he ain't taking pictures. So, y'all know I got to be red when you take taking pictures. Um, So we are going to recap. We were talking about gun violence, of course, amongst our teens and children. We gave some statistics and data. We even talked about how to reduce gun violence and some of the causes um, of our gun violence in in our society. And P just gave some really good stuff to us. And we're going to get into his program, which is called Pain on Paper, POP. So let's talk about it how was it born
0: um it was born um i told you like i said being in radio i'll tell you how god worked. so all of these cities that i was in all seven cities i also worked full-time on air and then i will work full-time as a radio um, personality at a radio station so um you know as a counselor at a juvenile detention center or a youth um alcohol and drug center or a youth um, homeless shelter. I was a counselor at all of these different places. Mm-hmm. So I kept wondering why I was going to these different cities and working two jobs like that. And it came to me one day, and he was like, um, Poems Over Pistols. So that was the first name of the program. I and remember when I started. That. And so when Poems Over Pistols started, um, we started kind of picking up a lot of different contracts throughout the city of Atlanta, and um, I was in Clayco, which is Clayton County, and um, we just had a.
1: Clayton County, Georgia, for Clayton, those yeah, that are that yeah, right. not here in Georgia that listening. Don't really know. that's
0: right. <laughs> Clayton County, Georgia. And what happened was um, we were having a presentation, and one of the doctors, after the presentation, he pulled me to the side and said, Listen, you have an awesome program but you're going to have to do something with that pistols. It ain't going to work with the pistols, you know, schools and stuff. And I was like, okay, all right, I got it. I, at first I didn't like that. I was like, I was kind of upset, but then.
1: Felt like you were being censored. Yeah. yeah. Then I was like,
0: nah, I, I kind of got it like a couple months to a year later. And then I kind of changed it to um paint on paper. Well, what is paint on paper? is a um youth. Uh, prevention program violence prevention program and what we do is we first teach kids how to discover the virus and the virus is anger and anger pain frustration trauma um, anxiety depression we teach them how to be able to tap into these bubbles and every emotion has its own bubble so we teach them the, about these different emotions and how to pop those bubbles and get what's inside those bubbles out. Oh, I love it. And then once they get those, that, those feelings and emotions out of those bubbles, we teach them the five pop methods. And that's teach them how to redirect that into writing a rap, art, poem, song, or short story. So when we teach them these five creative channels, we call them channels. Cause they can tap into these channels and be able to express themselves through one of those channels. So, when we talk about it also as well. We, we in that, we teach anger management, conflict resolution, emotional um, um, intelligence, and also entrepreneurship. Mm. And how is entrepreneurship because we teach them how to be able to publish these things and they can publish their poems, they can publish their you know, short stories. They could publish whatever. So we teach them how to be able to do that. But not only that, we also conflict resolution and we teach them about self-surveillance. So that's a term that we came up with. Self-surveillance is watching yourself. Mm-hmm. So when they're in conflict, they turn that, that, that you know, when you're recording something, you, you see the REC and then the red. Mm-hmm. So we teach them how to be able to turn that red light on and then watch themselves when they in conflict, so they start paying attention to how to be able to, you know, conduct themselves. Mm-hmm. How to, you know, understand that they're they're responsible for themselves, and you know, just you know, self control yeah. and self awareness. Yeah, you know,
1: I'm interested. Like, what you know, because I know that that's always a powerful thing to have people look in the mirror. So when they push and they see that record, what are some of their what's the feedback when they can see or be able to look at how they are reacting? Because I'm assuming that's what it's for.
0: You know, I'm going to tell you how tricky that is, because when I say when I when I first introduced them, the term self-surveillance and then I asked them, I said, what is surveillance? And it's always a couple kids. I don't care what age they are, 12, 13. They know they be like. Well, that's when you um at the store and the cameras are watching. <laughs> you know they know that, yeah. so i will be like, okay, good. So you need to take that same principle when you see those cameras. You know, at school when them cameras watching you at at the store, and them cameras watching. Now you need to teach yourself how to be able to watch yourself. Self awareness mm-hmm. is something that we have to teach. Self awareness can help curve impulsive behavior. Yes,
1: it can, definitely. So. What are some of the reactions?
0: Well, the reactions are, you know, um, when they're paying attention to themselves, it takes them a minute, but once they really grab the whole idea, they start saying, hey, man, I was, I think in that situation, because we go through past situations that they had. Mm-hmm. So tell me about that situation you had at school when you, you got into a fight and whatever. Tell me verbatim how it went. What they say, da-da-da-da. And they mm-hmm. tell me, and then after we get halfway into it, they'd be like, hey, I, I could have just avoided all that without right. just saying this mm-hmm. or that. And if I was aware and I would have been so we start introducing these things to these kids mm-hmm. that they didn't really have before. But now, you know, with the program, they're introduced to it and then they start liking it. But I'm going to tell you. When we really start understanding the depth of what we were doing is when some of the kids, you can't save them all, some of, a lot of them was going up the road. So true. Getting locked up. Mm-hmm. And then you receive emails and DMs and they will say, Mr. Pizzo, it, Man, that pop worked, man. You still doing that pop, man. I'm telling you, <laughs> don't stop Mr. Pizzo for mm-hmm. real. You know, I'm using it. I'm teaching it here and and lockup, man. I'm I'm in da da jail. I'm in right uh, right on right street. I'm blah, blah, blah. And they tell me that it really works. And that's I'm like, cause you know, you are just doing the work, so you're not really paying attention. Yeah. And when they start the first couple, I was like, uh and then after start becoming consistent, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, God. We really, we on the right page. Mm-hmm. we doing what we supposed to be doing. And so they, they you know, some of the hardest of the hard kids who like were at the DeKalb County Juvenile Court, mm-hmm. all the kids that I had had ankle braces. And a lot of them stories come from them kids. Mm-hmm. And they get mad at me when I had to go back to Virginia to have kidney transplant surgery. Mm-hmm. And they asked me, Mr. P- email me, Mr. Pizzo, are you still doing pop? And if I say, man, I'm in Virginia right now, I can't. They would get upset. They email me back, man. You can't stop doing it. So I'm like, wow, okay, you know. And from the people that you would never, right? Think right. it would come from.
1: That's kind of leading to my, you know, question with a phenomenal program like this. Who have you partnered with? You know, because we know that again, when we talk about how this is an epidemic who have you been able to partner with and you know come aboard to help you bring out your vision and mission
0: um we partner i just left a meeting with uh what the i would say the top studio in atlanta uh patchwork studio where like jay-z beyonce outcast everybody who's recorded there um we've done we've done partnerships with them in the past a city of Atlanta, city of Clayton County, city of DeKalb County, uh, communities and schools, um, um, Covenant House, mm-hmm. which is a homeless shelter um, yeah. here in Atlanta, um, countless um, school systems, uh, Turning Point Group Home, um, police. Uh, I did a, a POW contract. And um I was kind of skeptical about it before, mm-hmm. but then i I, I did it because my aunt Pam in Virginia she was uh, in, involved involved in um as a dispatcher mm-hmm. and she didn't want to talk me into to doing it and I mm-hmm. did it so you know a lot of people that I partnered up mo- most of the radio stations the' two major radio stations here in Atlanta that I was radio personalities on so that I partnered up with them and um majority of the radio stations here actually so you know countless um King Center, uh, mm-hmm. Martin Luther King Center, uh, just countless um, partners. partners. Yeah,
1: and I know that's important because as we, as again, as we talked about, you know, getting people aboard on your vision and mission mm-hmm. is important. People who are going to uh, not only believe in you but believe in your program. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the most important is our children and and the and the outcomes mm-hmm. of our program. But I know here in Atlanta, there are a lot of um, well-known people that are, like you said earlier, that you wanted to do and that is be a part of the solution, right? Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to know, you know, those type of, if there are people that have, you know, latched on to you that, you know, have that influence, Mm -hmm. right, Mm -hmm. to you. So those are those people so who are some
0: so who are some of those people oh man you got you got so many different people man I, I i have to uh shout out uh rest in peace to Sh- uh shawty low he was one of the first artists to come out to my early stages of pop he supported me multiple times um coming out of uh, ti uh jeezy um trinidad james and um I'm going to tell you Benzino and anybody that knows Benzino, he was one of the owners of source magazine. He came once and was like, yo came consistently for like months Mm. and was like, man, I love this program. I wish I would have had something like this. So, you know, um, countless people, we, 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 um, killer Mike, as a matter of fact, killer Mike, um, introduced me to Andrew young in the, um, and martin luther king's church is the um elizabeth What's as ebenezer mm-hmm. ebenezer Ebene the old ebenezer they was mm-hmm. having a program that day and they and they had it at the new ebenezer but we because i was with killer mike we went to the old ebenezer the original one. Mm-hmm. and andrew young was there and i was telling him about pop and he was telling me because the pop stance is the first method that we teach. Mm -hmm. It's a a non-threatening stance that deals with pressure points and stuff in your hand. And he looked at me. He said, son, do you understand what you're teaching? I said, "Uh, I think so. (laughs) He said, no, we had something similar to this when we would get prepared to go and march. and, And we have to brace ourselves before we get hit with blackjacks. So we would grab our elbows and we would walk with our um, huddled up with our in our elbows mm-hmm. so when they hit us, it wouldn't make an impact to knock us down. Mm. So he was like, so this right here, he loved it. He took a picture with, with me in the pop stance. And so you know, just events like that were indication that God let me know, right. that I was on the right page.
1: I love it. Love it. And more love it. You know, P, I've been following you for a while and I'm very familiar with the program. Right. Um, You know, even down to, you know, getting you involved in things that I'm involved with. Right. Because exposure is the key. We one of the biggest issues of programs is that it it, there's a gap. It doesn't it's the gap between Who it's supposed to reach. Right. right? Mm -hmm. And we have to make sure that we are part of that solution, which is getting these programs like yours connected to those families and children that needs to be because we I hear it all the time. You know, people are still looking for mentorships. People are still looking for programs. Their kids are still hanging out. They're not being connected to these programs. And we've got to get control of that. And that comes with marketing, that comes with networking, that comes with exposure. And we've got it when we find these programs, we have to do a great job of making sure that these programs are reaching the families that they reach to. That's why I'm so thankful for this platform. Right. Because I vowed to use this platform in order to make that happen because I see it every day, the disparity between programming and reaching who it's supposed to reach.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean you know and i i thank you hazel because you know back back in like i said in 09 08 you know you were doing your um your dance initiative mm-hmm. and you were helping the little girls with the, you know dancing and being a mentor mm-hmm. and and that and that initiative so we both kind of been you know doing this type of work for mm-hmm. a, for a long period of time i think that right now we are in the right time because we we kind of was a little early about gun violence back yes, then yeah. but now is really and we have seen it coming mm-hmm. that's why we took on this initiative back then yes so now we're we're ready so let me just give you a website that you can go to we you know we're going to we're going to do an initiative at Patchwork Studio and we need people to sponsor some of the kids so you can go to painonpaper.com that's really easy painonpaper.com you will see the donate donation button you mash the donation make a donation you know sponsor one of the kids if you do you can you know we, we have 501c3 so you can get tax right off for that so once again it's pain on com. also there is a email listing that'll pop up on the site get on the email list so you can see the things that we're doing we'll keep you informed of the program and we need your help like if you're talking about you're tired of these kids doing this and you're tired of this and you're <laughs> tired of that, listen, go to painonpaper.com and make a donation and give one of these kids a scholarship to this program that we're going to be doing at Patchwork where we're going to be teaching these kids how to redirect these anger issues, this all of this trauma and all of that stuff into a, you know, a wrap up. You know, poem, song, and short story, and we're gonna give them a compilation at the end.
1: And so, I'm gonna be there because I want to witness this. Myself. Yeah, you definitely gotta witness yes. it
0: yourself. And um, I, so big up to Curtis, man, who's the owner of Patchwork. Uh, we just had a meeting today, and um, yeah, we're gonna be definitely doing some things, and also big up to Bankhead, yeah, over at uh V103. He's um a, a part you know of the program as well, and um. We're going to get him a radio interview at the end mm-hmm. with the kids. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a lot of things that we, we're, we we're you know, pushing man right now. We have to understand this is an epidemic, please. I don't think people understand that this is a problem that we have to stand firm and address.
1: Yeah. I think it's time out for like, you, I you said something earlier that resonated to me. It's like, how they how something happens and then it's over, right? right, right. And it's kind of just like what we see in the news. It's all this euphoria, and then it's over. We do nothing about it. And those who know me like you, P. You know, I get on my rampage. You know that sometimes it's not popular to what people. You know, from what people typically run to. Mm-hmm. You know, I am all for coming together Mm -hmm. and you know i'm all for banding together but when it leads to nothing when it leads to once we're a break away from one another and that all that power is with us when we're all together but when we break away and we go back to our to our 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 corners right right right. our homes our communities i don't see you no more you're not a part of pop You're not donating. You're not even donating your time. Right. That costs nothing. Nothing. Even though they say time is money. Mm -hmm. But guess what? It does it's not taking nothing out of your pockets. Right. Right? I don't see that anymore. So when you talk about these big coming together powwows and, you know, even panels. You know mm-hmm. how I feel about that. <laughs> I love, you know, I, I I love panels as far as, you know, just getting information out. Cause I do feel like just as my show, it's empowering, educating. Mm-hmm. But please, we have to have some action behind please. it. Please, yes. And that's my thing. When there's no action behind it, you're not gonna get any results. I live my life by action. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I want this to be, I wanna live my life being solution focused. That's why here on the radio show, you know, it's not all about the rhetoric other than getting out information, the data. But after that, I want to spend my time talking about solutions. Mm-hmm. I want to spend my time talking about valuable programs like yours. How can we get connected? How can we support it? What are the outcomes of these children going through these programs? That is is what we need to spend our energy on so that we can see the results. We will see no results coming together with powerful energy. And then when we go back to our corners, nothing, dead silence. We're not going to get any results from that. And it takes time and it takes energy, which is what you're giving. This is what you're doing. You've dedicated your life and that's going to show up. In In your quest for this, what would you like to see in the end? Your 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 vision when you began the pop program, when you saw it, what did you what are you seeing? Because we know visions can can evolve, right? Mm-hmm. Where are you at in your mind when you talk when you see these people talking about your program, communicating your program, you're seeing the outcomes of your children? What does your vision as the visionary, what do you see?
0: I see that this program being used around the country. I see mm. teachers using it. I see counselors using it. I see parents using it, and that's how you know easy the program is and the curriculum is, because we have we actually have doctors who worked on this curriculum. Um, uh, Dr. Sean Garrison from Morehouse School of Medicine, um, Dr. Uh, Joyce Ball, who's on the uh, DeKalb County School Board. Um, we have multiple people who. have came to evaluate the program you know multiple times mm-hmm. at least twice a month so you know I feel that the curriculum should be shared across the country and not only that uh, video tutorials uh, that will give people a sense of how to be able to implement and facilitate the curriculum mm. because it works I mean, you you know, I'm not just saying this because it's, it's the, your program. Why, right? I'm, I'm really not. I'm I'm dead serious. When I came back to Atlanta a couple months ago and I've been gone because I had kidney transplant surgery to give my mom a kidney. Right. And when I came back in the classroom, it was like I never left. It was mm-hmm. just the weirdest thing. But I had a better understanding of the work and the curriculum. And being able to spread it in Virginia and in North Carolina, it was so effective here in um, in Atlanta because you know what the mayor, the, the year of the youth is what the the theme is, mm-hmm. and he's you know doing uh, Dickens he's doing a, a hell of a job of um, yes of pushing that initiative. So
1: recreation centers and different things and different things. Is there a uh, just within your curriculum? Is there a parent um, part of the of the curriculum, or just it just really works with the children?
0: It works with the the. I mean, you saying that is
1: there a component, of the a, a parenting parent, p- component? Yeah, or? A
0: parent a parent component because there 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 are different um, games, mm-hmm. uh, you know, writing ass- assignments creative writing assignments also role playing so it's a great conversational piece with the parents with the child okay and then as we have a listing of different artists that they can use and grab out from their youtube page or whatever Mm -hmm. to get the kids stimulated into the message because we actually have music playing consistently through the whole facilitation also we have a live producer sitting right there i was just
1: going to ask you what other things are in the in the program like you say a producer we have
0: a producer a producer um, as a matter of fact we um, have two producers we have g money who's done stuff for a lot of major artists and also we had a jg uh jewel gordon he was a he's a producer as well so we will have producers in every session and we teach a method called catch a beat so you see a kid walking down the street all the time when they have they bobbing their head, no air no earplugs, no earpods, no earbuds, whatever in their ears, but they bobbing their head, they playing the music. So I said one day, I said, you know, I want to use that. They already doing it. So you know what? When they get into that conflict, and they about to get into that fight, they think of a beat of their favorite song. And once they play that beat in their head, mm-hmm. and once they get familiar with that method, they start making original beats. So then when we say, "Okay, boom, when you are in that conflict and you about to start fighting and you start thinking of that beat, you know you're paying attention to what's going on, but you they rem- first you got the remote control, that means mute everybody. Mm-hmm. Then create that beat. And once they create that beat, that gives them a couple seconds to you know not to make that impulsive decision. But we say, what what is the beat?" And they and they beatbox it or hum it, the producer catches that, and then he makes it, but they don't know he's making it. I still continue to keep facilitating. Oh wow. And then I he let me know when he's done. And then we say, Okay, this is what you made in your mind And then he plays it. They lose their mind.
1: Oh my gosh. Like I'm I'm losing my mind. Like, I don't I remember all of this when I was going with you. Man,
0: you you aint cuz you ain't, 'cause you won't <laughs> pay attention.
1: What? You weren't paying attention, but guess what? Just like I'm telling my listeners, and we're talking to our listeners, I'm back in the saddle. Like I I've, you know, I did, you know, when I went with you back in the in the day, um, to your programs, and I know remember going to the um, turning point. Turning point, yeah. And so I know you've you also asked me to come on the board and do right. So I'm going to like, yeah, man, I you am, need to, man. Come I on, am, man. I am, Cut listen, it out, man. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming because you know that. I'm I'm always up for it. Right, I'm right. always up for it. Um and I'm always up to supporting you. And I want my listeners, okay, to support, right? I like I'm challenging you. If we're wanting to be a part of the solution, this is this is how we do it. This is how you're supposed to do it. It it doesn't take rocket science, y'all. It's just about when you have a program that you can buy into, that you know that it's making a difference and has great outcomes, that's what you do. And so we're going to give you an opportunity. Um, We're not going to take a break. We're going to give an opportunity for P to um, give us what, what I would like for you to give your handles. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I also would like for you to let parents know exactly where they need to go to, because we we're talking about closing in that gap, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly where they need to go to to plug their child in.
0: Okay, so what you can do is go to painonpaper.com dot com. That's really easy, painonpaper.com dot com. Um, we need your donations. Uh, the more donations that we get, the more that you know, I don't have to rely too much on grants and different things of that. That's, of that nature Mm -hmm. right and i don't like asking people for nothing so this is is, uh kind of weird for me it's okay we got
1: to we got to make it happen right
0: so we just need you need your donation so just go and just donate um our cash app is um um pop stance you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. p-o-p stance and you know maybe another time spell
1: that spell that out
0: p-o-p stance p-o-p-s-t-a-n-c-e pop stance Pop stance is a non-threatening stance that we teach. The first method is the pop stance, and it deals with the Hegel pressure points that are in the hands. And Asians use these Hegel pressure points for headaches, nervous system, over 50 things. This is a main pressure point in Asia. Mm -hmm. So when you do these pressure, when you press these pressure points, you are able to calm yourself down, and also, it's just giving you the activating button to activate yourself to, you know, go into the whole pop process. And when that pop stance, when you go on to painonpaper.com, dot com, you're going to see some kids first. Soon as they come up, you're going to see some kids in the pop stance. Like I said, it's a non-threatening stance that activates the whole pop process. So you got a lot of people that have studios and take, put the kids in st- we have a incubator process that we teach. And when I say incubator, that means when they get into this process, they are able to pop out a, a poem, pop out a rap, pop out a song, pop out a, a short story, pop out art. So we teach them how to be able to first discover those those emotions, understand those emotions, understand um that anger understand that trauma and how to just redirect it and channel it into one of those pop five rap art poems songs and short stories these are the things that we teach these are the outlets that we teach and parents please understand this works Um, we we definitely going to be adding more content to our youtube page and it'll give you instructions how to be able to execute the curriculum and this curriculum can work, like I said, for teachers, for parents, for counselors, pain dot com. And please leave a donation. I don't care if it's uh, 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 five dollars, a dollar, whatever you can. You got you go to these different places. You eat out all the time. You do all of these different things. Why not support a, a initiative that's been out here? And name is very strong in Atlanta, in in, in, in in Virginia, and in North Carolina. So please, painonpaper.com or the Cash App is Popstance, P-O-P-S-T-A-N-C-E, Stance. And please make a donation. I'm so thankful that I was able to um, be on the um, holistic Hazel Holistic Show so holistic living with hazel Hazel. i'm so thankful that she's she you know gave me the platform to be able to come and co-host with her so i thank you for that hey
1: no problem no problem i am honored um again to be able to put out their solutions um i'm again have vowed so i'm telling my whole audience the listeners. I know that I am a part of POP. All right, all right.
0: <laughs> you heard it. You heard I it.
1: am, and whatever I can do, P, you know I'm there. You know I'm there. Um, we are closing out the show. I want to make sure that I thank all my listeners. Um, I'm already getting DMs. Um, from the show um, and i promise i will make sure that i will answer those i'm also going to put that information p on on the holistic page thank you um so you guys make sure you go there i want you again to that will bring you to my page please share holistic living with hazel please go on both facebook and instagram and you can go to holistic living with hazel to see all the things guys that we are doing on the show um i have different um advertisements and different things that i share throughout the month on the show so please 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 go to my page again facebook and instagram you can reach me at holistic living with hazel i want to thank you all Pete. thank you so much for your time thank you and i know i need you back Right.
0: Hey man, whatever. Let me know.
1: Okay, we coming back to the show. Y'all heard that, right? Okay. Since we making
0: promises. Yeah, we making promises. All right. Shot my man out too. You shot him out. Okay. okay. (laughs) Yeah. Sput. Yo, what (laughs) up, man? Big (laughs) Spud up in here, man. I know
3: y'all know me as a photographer and a videographer in movies, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. We got up in the clouds. The movie coming real soon. Starring Piso Coconuts, we got them in there. What well, can I get on the show? I mean, can I get in a movie? We got another movie coming up you that we shoot right this? now. We're this can't definitely... go to you... waste. Yes, you are. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, we got to talk after that after we get off this uh, thing. I know you're in the middle of the show right okay, now. Okay, okay.
1: Well, you know, I can't. All this can't go to waste. We got to get on a movie now.
3: Yeah, definitely. Tell them to check out Up in the Clouds and check us out at. On Tour Picks. Okay. On Tour Picks ATL. Yeah, we out here working big with Pizzo, man. I'm down with him for years. Yeah. Proud of this man, man. He makes all the right decisions, all the right moves. Yes. And he's an inspiration, and it's an honor to even do anything with him, with mm. you. And let's get it. Let's do this movie. Let's time. get it. Let's
1: get it. Let's get it. Look, let me t- P, make sure y'all tell me when I'm ready because I need to get everything together. All right, Okay. And you know I'm good with lines and I'm good with the p- with the her. camera. No.
3: Oh, we photo shoot, photo <laughs> shoot, photo
1: shoot. <laughs> 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 All right. Thank you, guys, and we will see you coming next month with Holistic Living with Hazel. Thank you. All
0: right. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Holistic Living with Hazel. Tune in to iHeartRadio or TheReal1100.com And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to Holistic Living Podcast with Hazel.